Well, today we celebrate the feast of the Apostle John, John the Evangelist, otherwise known as John the Evangelist, so-called because of uh, his traditional, the, the traditional attribution of the fourth gospel to him. And uh, what do we see here? We, I think, why, do we, why did the church choose to place on this feast day at this time during the octave of Christmas this passage from the end of the gospel of John? Because it has to do with the resurrection. It's, it's kind of like an Easter passage. So why, why place an Easter passage in the middle of the season of Christmas? And I think it has to do with the fact of John being able to go in, the beloved disciple, he goes into the tomb and he sees Jesus' burial cloths all kind of folded up. And he sees and he believes. Now, what, how, do you, how do you understand that? Because he didn't really see the Lord risen from the dead. Okay, uh, maybe some tomb robbers came in and they uh, decided to take the dead body of Jesus and just take the cloths off it and throw the cloths on the ground, or maybe bury, you know, uh, fold them up nicely and set them aside and, and take and, and do like a body snatcher trick, you know. So what, what's going on there, you know? Because it's like it's not like he's looking directly at the resurrection; he's just looking at sort of a bunch of visual data that could be interpreted different ways. And I think what it is is that what we have going on here with John is he's atta- he's attained understanding, okay? And so we come to see and 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 understand that faith does have to do with understanding, with a deep insight. And uh, what I suppose happens really is that Jesus himself, throughout the course of his earthly ministry, but especially right at the very end, he told his disciples he was going to be killed and raised from the dead. They didn't know how to uh, parse that. They didn't know how to understand that. Because for the Jewish mindset, resurrection from the dead meant the end of the world. It meant what we regard as the final resurrection of the dead, the final clause of our creed. And so they're thinking, is Jesus talking about the end of the world? Well, he talks about the end of the world quite a bit. What is this thing about him dying? Is he speaking metaphorically? You know, Jesus spoke in mystical language all the time. They just didn't know how to compute or understand what he was telling them. Uh, there's probably some unbelief as well in there, okay? But for John, it was probably more of a matter of him just not understanding. And then when he sees... What's happened, and he sees it, he, he finally understands that when Jesus was talking about his own resurrection from the dead, he's talking about a resurrection from the dead that was an anticipation of that final resurrection and a harbinger of it, uh, a kind of a key, as it were, that would unlock the door of that general resurrection, but it's not identical with it. It kind of precedes it. It comes before it, ahead of time. And so that's why we can say, in Christ, the resurrection of all human beings is verified and, and and is true and can be can be seen and understood and is actualized. So I think there's this kind of a deep understanding that John's having, and this is this is what we're why we celebrate him, because John is the apostle that calls Jesus the Word. And we have in our opening prayer, it's very beautiful, it says O God, who through the blessed Apostle John have unlocked for us the secrets of your word, grant, we pray, that we may grasp with proper understanding what has been so marvelously brought to our ears. So we understand that faith is insight. Okay, it's not 
Sometimes people think of it as this totally blind thing. I mean, it is true that faith adheres to that which is not evident to either neither the sight nor the reason. Nonetheless, there's a kind of a higher insight that uh, that faith brings about with it. It's a participation in the mind of God. And that's what we mean when we call Jesus the Word of God. The Greek word translated into English as word is logos. And logos has to do with deep understanding, with the mind and an understanding of what's going on. And when you apply it to God, what we're talking about is God's own view of the world, God's own understanding of the world. So in Jesus, the word made flesh, which we celebrate in Christmas, during the Christmas time, he has come and he has given us understanding. Understanding of the origin of the world, of its destiny. He has given us understanding of how God sees everything, of how God sees us as a whole, how God sees us as individuals. Uh, he's given us an understanding of Jesus' own words as well. And so that's what it is for the word to be made flesh in our midst in Christmas, is that God himself has come and has given us the privilege of, to, to share in his insight and in his understanding. And uh, John the Apostle is, a, is an amazing um, conduit of that understanding and that wisdom that he gives to us. So we thank God this Christmas season that, that uh, God himself has come and he has become flesh and he has brought us understanding um, so that we may grasp with proper understanding what has been so marvelously brought to our ears.